0: Welcome back to the Bulls and the Bears. Here in the last couple of minutes, we are just going to finish up the methodology. All right. Now, the methodology is what everybody concentrates on. But I think that it's one of the lesser important things. All right. To me, risk management is so much more important. Oh, yeah. All right. Because you
1: can know where to buy. But if you're wrong about where to buy potentially and you don't manage your risk of mm -hmm. what you just bought, now you're in a whole, whole world of hurt.
0: That's exactly right. And so during the first... Well before the first two commercial breaks, that's exactly what we were talking about. We, we spent a lot of time talking about risk. Mm -hmm. Then we got into the market timing. All right. Now I want to mention that, yes, a lot of people are a little bit concerned saying there, it's impossible to time the market. Mm -hmm. Not everybody thinks that way. Okay. In fact, the king of buy and hold Warren Buffett, well, he's not always buying and holding. In 2020 and 2021, he had a he had sold off almost everything. He was in cash, mm-hmm. and he didn't start buying again. And he, by the way, he's into commodities in 2022. Guess what was going to go up in 2022? Commodities, commodities. with inflation. And he had already sold off, so he was actually timing the market. Mm-hmm. All right, anybody that's doing really well is, in one way or another, timing the market. Mm-hmm. So if you're wondering whether it's possible, let me just, just, just throw this out. Okay. I'm just going to throw this out. Um, Options. Options are nothing more than buying or selling the right to buy or sell at a certain place. Mm -hmm. Okay. It's an insurance policy saying I have the right to either buy at this price or sell at this price, or I am selling somebody else the right to buy at this price or sell at this price. Mm -hmm. Now you shouldn't do that if you don't know what you're doing. Yeah. (laughs) All right. This is one of the things that, that, uh, you've got to actually have some analysis, uh, put into it and, and you know what you're doing. Um, and so I don't spend a whole bunch of time working on this until I ha I know that people have a good foundation of what's going on, but let's just talk in theoretical, uh, terms right now. Okay. If There are instruments out there that guarantee me the right to buy at a certain place and sell at a certain place. Then couldn't I, if I had a question in mind as to whether something was going to go up or down, could I spend just a small amount of money and buy the right to buy at a place where I think it might be low? And then if it happens to go up and confirm Mm -hmm. that I was right, that my timing was right, Mm -hmm then I could simply exercise my right to buy at that low price and I'd have immediate profit. True? Mm -hmm. Have I timed it? Yeah, kind of. Okay. If I was concerned that something might go down, could I not buy the right to sell at a certain price, sell at that high price where it already is, and then just wait and see if I'm right? Yep. And if it happens to go down, I could sell at that higher price because Mm -hmm. I have the right to sell at the higher price. And that's what options are all about. And if that's if that's out there, then it must be possible to time the market. Mm-hmm. That's exactly why that was built. It's an insurance policy allowing you to spend a little bit of money on a theory that it might go up or down without committing the whole bank.
1: And options is just one of those other markets that a lot of people don't really know exist, but are used in your day-to-day life. There are options almost everywhere in the world you just don't know that they're technically an option, even though it's based on this type of market.
0: That's right. And so the professionals who are timing the market are timing the market, not because they're smarter than everybody else, but because they employ more tools than everybody else. Mm -hmm. They simply understand how to use the tools that are out there. Now we've gone through several tools. One of those tools was stops. We've also gone through market timing a little bit. Now that's a tool that you need some more explanation for. And so it'd really help if if I could show you a whiteboard and and actually draw things out for you, show you how it worked. But that's what the three-hour class is for, right? And then we've talked about options, the ability, the right to buy or sell at a certain place. Mm-hmm. And that opens up a world of possibilities to you because all of the sudden, you don't have to be right all the time to still be profitable. Mm-hmm. All right. You can be wrong and take advantage of it because you've got the right tools for the occasion mm-hmm. and you've prepared for it with one of the tools and you don't have to commit a lot of money in any direction before you've confirmed that you're right. Yeah. Isn't
1: that wonderful? Well, because there's a lot of leverage in a lot of these markets where you can buy things that are leveraged and where you're not using your money and you're not risking very much money to still take advantage of the moves, whether That's right. or up or down.
0: Okay. And so we've spent a lot of time talking about the tools of risk management and market timing. Now it's time to talk about methodology. We got into a little bit of it just before uh, the last break, but now let's finish it up. Okay. So here's the short answer. The markets are manipulated and they're manipulated by big companies. And you know what? Those big companies, they can't help it. Mm -hmm. Whether they want to or not, whether they're being devious or not, the very fact that they're moving $400 million of, of money at once is going to manipulate the price of the stock that they are entering or exiting. Mm-hmm. Because of that, they are leaving this massive footprint. Because of that, we have to ask ourselves the question, okay? If we could see that one of these market makers was entering or exiting at a certain price, what would happen if we saw that and we simply acted like they acted? Mm-hmm. We got in at the same price. And got out at the same price. Mm-hmm. All right. Now, Goldman Sachs, they, in 2021, they did uh, 91%. They were, they were profitable 91% of the time. Mm-hmm. In 2020, it was 88% of the time. In 2019, 88. 2017, 88%. 2016, they were correct 88% of the time hmm It's not like they're guessing here.
1: No, they understand where right. to buy and where to sell, and that's why this methodology is kind of going along with them because if they're going to push the market up or push the market down – you don't want to try to fight against them. You don't have enough money to fight against them. Yeah, and what's going to end up happening is you're going to just going to get it into a losing position. They're going to roll right over you. Yeah, <laughs> and which is you don't want to be in that position. No.
0: <laughs> all of a sudden you're you're selling when they want to buy. Yeah, and you're selling to them, and then all of a sudden they push it up, and you're buying from them where they want selling. to sell. Yeah, and that which is by the way the definition of a losing inv- trade or investment, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, buying or selling lower than you bought is. Is a bad thing. Yeah. So, uh, you know, the fact is, is that what 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 good in- traders or investors understand is, is that is that there are those out there that are simply manipulating the price of the market, whether they want to or not. Okay. You have two choices, and I'm just going to throw this out here. You know, I was trained to look at the value of the stock and trade based on value. Mm-hmm. And I thought that that was the way to go for a long time. But in the, right about the year 1999, 2000, that stopped working. It wasn't as efficient for me. I could no longer predict where the low of the stock was and where the high of the stock was going to be because it stopped working.
1: Everything was so overvalued.
0: Well, not only overvalued, okay, but understand that that if that is my methodology, um that, that only works if everybody else is using it. Mm-hmm. So, so the weird thing here is, is you know, what is, what is a stock? Well, a stock is a portion of a company. Mm-hmm. Now, in theory, the stock should be worth what the company is worth divided by the number of stocks that are out there. Mm-hmm. True? Yep. All right. That's the theory. But in reality, the price of the stock is simply another form of barter. All right. And, and prices in barter situations are simply dictated by how much people are, you know, it's a supply and demand thing. Mm -hmm. People are only willing to sell something at $50, like, like GameStop, right? GameStop was $121. Now the company isn't worth that. It hasn't made a profit since 2015 for heaven's sakes. Yeah. So obviously it's not worth 121 per share Mm -hmm. when their earnings per share are negative. Yeah, This is a company that's eventually going bankrupt and people are willing to buy a piece of it for $121 a share. This makes zero sense. Okay? Nonsense. Yeah. All right. But the fact is, is that at $121, there were an equal number of people willing to sell at $121, as willing to buy at $121. Mm-hmm. Now, if there was anyone willing to sell at $4, which is probably where the mar- the, the price should be, Based on the idea that it's probably going out of business and you're taking a massive risk owning this this particular stock, mm-hmm. then people would have already bought that. But oh, nobody's yeah. willing to sell at that price. They're yep. only willing to sell at 121. And so that's where the price is set, despite what the value of the company is. And so for those that and so the only time that the stock is going to be worth what the value is is if everyone that is buying and selling has the exact same idea, mm-hmm. that's where they're valuing it because they've done that calculation. But in, in the year 2000, when the internet became big and everybody started trading their own money instead of going to the brokers who out, all had the same calculation I did, mm-hmm. All right, at that point, that stopped working. And we had to adopt a new mindset. And so now it's simply a supply and demand It's whatever people are willing to buy and sell for. And the market makers have the luxury of simply pushing price up and down. Now, they always have. They always have. Even back in the 70s, they they were able to do this. But now they can move it larger percentage points. Mm -hmm. You can either cry about that or use it. That's really what it comes down to. Yeah. All right? You want to be on the right side of the trade, meaning that where they're going to start pushing it up, you want to jump in. Where they're going to start pushing it down, you want to either be out or shorting it. Mm -hmm. And that really is all it comes down to. And so being able to spot where to get in, and don't think that you're just going to look and say, oh, I see a big spike. That must be where they're getting in. No, there are different steps because you want to confirm this. All right. They are doing 91%. Goldman Sachs did 91% last year. 91% of their trades were profitable, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Now you're trying to tag along. You want to confirm that that's actually them making the trade. How do you do that? Ah, Come into one of our three-hour power trading and investing workshops, and we'll show you how that's done, all right? You would get into one of our uh, workshops by giving us a call at 8448TRADER. That's 844-887-2337. Or text the word WEALTH to 25029. Again, that's WEALTH to 25029. We'll see you next week.